You are very welcome tonight. I want you to open your Bibles to the book of Romans, chapter 3, and I read from verse 23 to 25, and we're going to praise God and thank God for that. It says, For all have sinned and fallen short of God's glory, and are justified freely by His grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. That is, we are going to thank God for the redemption of Christ, the blood of Christ that restored back the glory that was lost in Eden. And it says, God presented him, verse 25, as a sacrifice of atonement through faith in his blood. He did this to demonstrate his justice because in his forbearance, God had left all the sins committed beforehand to go unpunished. Lift up your voice and we thank God for the death of Christ on Calvary. Lord, we bless your holy name for your death. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for dying for us. We thank you, Father, for the privilege you have given to us to know the saving grace. There are many on earth who do not have, they do not have a knowledge of you at all. My God and my King. But we have the knowledge of you. Lord Jesus, we exalt and magnify thee. We thank you for giving us the privilege and the honor to know you, the only true God. We thank you for redemption. We thank you for redemption. We thank you for redemption. We thank you, Lord, for redemption. We thank you for mercy. We thank you for your honor. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for salvation through the blood of the Lamb. We bless and glorify and honor you, O God. If not for the blood of Jesus, where shall we be? Thank God for the blood of Jesus. Thank God for his mystery to have used the blood of his son to restore us back. What a love God had. Even when we are dead in our sins and transgressions, Jesus died for us. Paying the death for all our sins, all the sins of our forefathers. And that God will not count against us anymore. Oh God, our King, we glorify thee. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. We bless We thank you for justifying us. We thank you for restoring back the glory which was lost in the Garden of Eden. Father, we bless your name for your eternal plan to justify us who are sinners. Lord, we magnify thee so that you are justified in your, in your judgment. We glorify your name. We thank you for turning our hearts to do to knowing Jesus. We bless and magnify thee, O God. In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying with us, given. Amen and amen. Well, today we are going to be going straight into the book of Psalms. For this Wednesday meeting, we have been looking at the book of Psalms, chapter 1, chapter 2, chapter 3. Today, we are looking at chapter 4. However, we'll be having some four people who will be giving us reflection of what the Lord taught us the last week, Wednesday, on, you know, the chapters 2 and 3 we reflected. So, I will be leaving the pulpit now for Pastor Tao to invite those who are contributing today on what they learned last week from the Psalm chapter 3. Pastor Tao, please. Thank you very much, Apostle. Good evening, everyone. I would like to invite Pastor David Kamara to start us up tonight. Praise the Lord. Amen. I want to share from um, Psalm 3, verse 8. Yeah, the last verse in Psalm 3. That says, from the Lord comes deliverance. It says, may 
your blessing be on your people. You know, when mommy was teaching, I was touched, um, you know, by the insight that she brought out that David at that time was going through a troublesome situation in his life. You know, his own very son was chasing him, you know, and he had to flee away, you know. But despite that, David was able to say a prayer, not for himself, for himself alone. He said, from the Lord comes deliverance. He said, may, you bless, may your blessing be on your people. So David was able to intercede for God's people. And if we go to Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18, where it says, And pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. He said, with this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. You know, so the lesson I, take, I took from this is that whatever situation we are going personally, that should not stop us from our duty that God has called us to be intercessors. We have to pray for all God's people. Our prayer should not be centered on ourselves alone. But we should intercede for everybody, for those that are going through affliction, those that are going through trouble. It should be our burden to intercede for them. So that was something I kept reflecting upon the all of the week because, I mean, it, it was very important fact that was brought out that David interceded, interceded for the people despite his own troubles. So may the Lord help us that we will be intercessors for God's people at all times, not only when we feel good or we feel like everything is going right, but at all times that despite whatever circumstances surround us, we will intercede for God's people. Praise God. Amen. Brother Eric, please. Praise the Lord. My contribution is taken from Psalm 3, verses 1, 3, and 5, which reads, Lord, how many are my foes? How many rise up against me? But you, Lord, are a shield around me, my glory, the one who lifts my head high. I lie down and sleep. I wake again because the Lord sustains me. David was a warrior. He had fought countless battles as a soldier under Saul, as an outlaw when Saul was trying to kill him, and even as king, he still fought with his men frequently. At the age of just 15, he took on the giant Philistine that had terrorized the Israeli army for over a month and killed him. Yet even the great warrior king had never experienced such great catastrophe as this, where his beloved son turned against him and was willing to lie, shame, betray, and even kill his own father for the throne. Many in David's situation would have collapsed in fear and trembling, or ask, why God, why me? But not David. He simply lay down and slept in peace because he knew that the God he served would never leave him nor forsake him. As I said last week, God will always be with us, even to the very end of age. But that is not a one-sided deal. Our God is one who upholds justice, balance and fairness and will not compromise over a single man, no matter his title or earthly status, as King Saul found out the hard way. While we can trust God to come through for us, a covenant is a two-sided agreement. And now, armed of the Holy Spirit, may God help us to succeed where Israel failed in living up to our part of the agreement. Men find glory in all sorts of things, fame, power, possessions. Yet David found his glory in the Lord. And that should be our mindset as we live in a society where Christians are often marginalized and mistreated for what we believe. To conclude, David underwent an extremely trying period in his life, one that would have melted the hearts of many others in his shoes. Many of his supposed friends and loyal followers deserted him, and his own son was out to murder him. 
Yet David could rest in peace, assured that God was a shield around him who would lift his head high when the time was right. So I ask, despite the trials and tribulations that are sure to come, could you, like David, lie down to sleep in peace, knowing that God will lift your head high? David would later go on to say in Psalm 127, for he grants sleep to those he loves. And I pray that each one of us will find our glory in the Lord as we lay down to rest in the unwavering peace of his spirit. Amen. Amen. Dickiness pinball, please. My contribution is on Psalm, Psalm 3, verses 1 to 3. Psalm 3 is also a Psalms of David that enables us to have confidence in God. My contribution is on verses 1 to 3. Reverend Omar told us last week, Wednesday, that David cried to the Lord in the midst of his trials. The people increased continually with Absalom against David. Reference 2 Samuel 15, 12. The same is applicable to us. During any form of trial, we should cry to God and present our requests to God and the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will suffice. Likewise, we should not be cast down but with, but with our heads lifted up as children of God because God is our loving God. So we should come boldly to the mercy seat and throne of grace of our loving Father. We should let our faith be strong and instead of lamenting, we should present our request before God and the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will prevail. Mom also showed us some images used to describe God. She said that from Genesis to Revelations, we have images of God from the books, from the book of Psalms that make us exalt God the more. Examples, mighty is our God. God is our rock, Psalm, Psalms 95, 1. Our shepherd, Psalm 23, 1. Our refuge, 46, 1. 62, 7, 71, 3. Our fortress, our avenger. Psalm 36, 1, and Psalms 3, verse 3, and Psalm 28, 7, our strength and shield. So in the midst of any uncertainty, trials, or dangers, we must trust in him always. God protects us as a shield in the midst of danger, tumor, great disturbance, and problems. We should, as David described God, know that God is our shield. And when we have God as our shield around us, then there is God's glory upon us. And this glory also protects us. Mom also referred us to Philippians 4, 6 to 7. Mom asked us last week of how we handle ourselves in the midst of uncertainty and dangers. And do we trust God as our shield? I trust we have all taken this question to ask and determined that we will trust God, that he will see us through whatever we are going through right now. It's easier said than done. But when we even tell God that, Lord, I can't do it alone. Holy Spirit, help me. As in Romans 8.26, I paraphrased it. The Holy Spirit makes intercession for us with, with growings which cannot be uttered. So we should take everything to God in prayer. Mom referred us to some other Psalms. Example, Psalm 4, Psalms 4, 8. Children of God, is any of us having so much in our heads and are finding it difficult to sleep? Worried, we should pray Psalms 4, 8. And you will sleep soundly and have restful nights like babies do. Two lessons I learned from these verses are whenever we are in an unpleasant situation or trials, sickness, looking up to God for the fruits of the womb, unemployment, or even when any form of hostility or antagonism is going on, say in a community, nation, or as we can see in David's case, as children of God, if you are going through any of these things, we should not lose hope or feel that God has forgotten us. He has not. Concluding, brethren, 
There is need for us to know that whatever trials we might be going through, our God, Jehovah Nishi, our banner is in the midst of them, and he will deliver us from all our trials. He will not forget or forsake us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Pastor David, please. Hallelujah. Psalm 3 is another psalm of David, recounting his plea with God when he fled from his son Absalom. David was facing the consequences of his sin when he struck down Uriah the Hittite with the sword and took Bathsheba as his wife. Nathan the prophet had prophesied that the sword will never depart from King David's house and God will bring calamity upon him from his own household. 2 Samuel 12, 9-11 David, a man after God's heart, repented of his actions and rebuilt his relationship with God. Now, lesson learned. One, true repentance gives rise to confidence. 1 John 3, 21-22 says, Dear friends, if our hearts do not condemn us, we have confidence before God and receive from him anything we ask because we keep his commands and do what pleases him. So let's purge our hearts of sin and approach his presence with assurance of faith, knowing that God answers when we call to him. Second, it doesn't matter how many are against a child of God. One with God is a majority. God is our mighty warrior in battle. He will fight for us if we allow him. And thirdly, there are many adjectives used to qualify our God. Mom described them as God's images in the book of Psalms. He is God our rock, king, shepherd, rescuer, judge, refuge, fortress, avenger, creator, deliverer, healer, provider, and redeemer. He is also known to be our shield. A shield is a person or thing that provides protection from danger, risk, or unpleasant experience. Like mom emphasized last week, God is our shield of protection in our challenging times. Hence, there is no room for fear or anxiety. Moreover, as a soldier of Christ, we are to take up the shield of faith as a spiritual armor to demolish satanic arrow in the evil day. Ephesians 6, 16. In conclusion, King David did not deny the multitude of his enemy, nor the taunts of men against him. But his knowledge of and confidence in God, he, uh, and confidence in the God he serves, outweighed his fear. Likewise, challenging times are inevitable to everyone. Our confidence in God should remain intact, knowing that he is our shield, glory, and the lifter up of our head. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'd like to invite Apostle. Well, you are very welcome uh, back to the platform. You you know, the contributions are very ingenious. And I'm very sure that um, we were following what God was saying. It's very interesting, the conclusion of chapter 3, uh, which was just spoken of by Pastor Debina, that the, the, the revolt of Absalom was a punishment for the sin of David. Yes. And we need to know this, we need to know this, we need to know this. We cannot, you know, brush this off our head. Because David, you know, killed an innocent man, slept with his wife. A loyal man slept with his wife, Uriah, who was fighting for him. 
Aaron slept with his wife and killed the man, sent the man to the war front to be killed, giving the letter to be killed, and he was killed. Prophet Nathan came and prophesied to him and told him that, what evil have you done? And this is going to be the punishment. Now, though David repented, however, you know, somebody will say, why didn't God uh, stop the punishment? No, God don't stop punishment. God forgave him his sin. But what you and I sow is a seed. Any action we did is a seed. And the Bible says, as time endures, seed time and harvest time will not cease. That's the reason why it is very good advice and it's better also for you and I not to sin. Because there is consequence for everything. In the book of Exodus, before I invite mommy in, chapter 34, verse 6, it says, and, and God, let me say from verse 5. Then the Lord came down in a cloud and stood there with him, with Moses, and proclaimed his name, the Lord. And he, he passed in front of Moses, proclaiming the Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness, maintaining love for a, to a thousand and forgiving wickedness, wickedness, rebellion and sin. Yet he does not leave the guilty unpunished. He punishes the children. So if you if you keep away from sin, you will keep away from punishment. And that's what that's what that tells us. Well, the blood of Jesus has cleansed us from all unrighteousness so that we won't go to hell. But for what you do on earth is what you will sow on earth. Well, today we're going to go straight into the book of Psalms, and it's my great privilege to invite Reverend Omar to take us in Psalm 4 and Psalm 5. Praise the Lord. Amen. I really want to thank God for all your contributions. It has been wonderful. And I know that all our lives will not remain the same. I want to remind us again, God, that God is our shield, as David said. God is our rock. God is our king. God is our shepherd. God is our judge. God is our refuge, is our fortress, is an avenger. God is our creator. God is our deliverer. God is our healer. God protects us, is our protector, is our provider. And God also redeems us, is our redeemer. But if God, these are the symbols that represent God. You know, these are the symbols we can use also, or the images of God to, that the Bible used to describe God. That we can use in times of distress, in times of going through, in times that uh, we are even in a confused state. If we can know God as a shield, like David knew God, then our lives will not remain the same. But you can't say God is your shield, and then you are keeping someone in your heart. There are terrible things that will not make us to sleep. As the man of God said, David is a man after God's heart. He always sins and will come back to repent. But we have seen David as an example. That does not take us to go and be sinning and continue to expect grace to abound. But can I say to us tonight, always know in your heart that God will be your shield when you give or release all to God. God will be your rock if you depend on him. He will be your king if you serve him. He will be your shepherd if you put yourself under his care. So let us take good note of all these things. He will be your healer when you trust in him. 
we, still, we are soon going to see it in the book of Psalm, maybe Psalm 9. He said, those who know my name will put their trust in me. So if you know God as your healer, then he will heal you. If you don't have any doubts, if you know God as your provider, then he will be able to provide for you. If you know God as your redeemer, then God will redeem you totally in Jesus' name. So these are the names that Sam, some of the names that Sam used to describe God himself. In that, uh, just to stem on God being assured, as you have said in that Psalm, uh, Psalm, uh, Psalm, Psalm 3. So that takes us to, if God is your shield, if God is your deliverer, God also hears us. But the reason why God will not hear us is when we, we keep other people or we keep wrongs in our hearts. Abort iniquity. Abort iniquity in our heart or sometimes you, you, abort, you, you, you put people in your heart. You cannot sleep. Those people that you are thinking about that they have hurt you or done something to you, they are sleeping in peace. Because we can quote this scripture. I, I don't know whether I said to you last week. This is one of the scriptures that I used to raise my children. I will lie down and sleep in peace. For you alone, O oh Lord, make me dwell in safety. We see it again in this Psalm, Psalm 4, verse 8, which is uh, one of the scriptures I'm going to look into again today. Well, you cannot say that you want to sleep in peace, knowing that God keeps in safety. When you bear grudges, when you have someone in your heart, the sleep will not come. And when you allow fear to take you over, the sleep will not come. So we must note all these things. God actually hears when, when, when we uh, speak these words to him. God actually preserves and he sustains us according to, according to verse 4 of that psalm. God hears when we depend totally on him. God preserves. God sustains as that, that's right. God also gives us courage and boldness in the face of challenges. According to that verse 6 of that chapter 3. And you also get divine support and salvation from him. According to that verse 7. David has expressed confidence in the Lord as a shield around him. I want us to express such confidence in God so that in anything that we are going through, we'll be able to stand from to the end. I asked us before uh, last week that are we confident to say that God is a shield as David did? David was indeed a warrior and is quite confident in the Lord and he indeed understands what he was saying. For him to say God is a shield as a warrior uses shield all the time. So he was able to use those words rightly at the right time. Because you cannot say that God is your shield when you are not standing by faith to really use that, that, that shield of faith as Paul described it. Paul described this shield in Ephesians chapter 6, 16, I said last week, as a shield of faith. As providing a protection against the power of the evil one. So when you know God as your shield, then your faith must be strong. You cannot be shaken in faith and then say God is your shield. And Paul advised, because some of you did not remember only Pastor Debbie told you to say this, but remember that Ephesians chapter 6, you must take it as a, as, a, as a word that you use all the time when Paul was expressing uh, his heart in that uh, Ephesians chapter 6, 10 to 16. Say, finally, be strong. You have to be strong in faith if you know that God is your shield. He said, finally, be strong in the Lord and in the mighty and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God as that 
so that you can take your stand against the devil's scheme. Devil is always all around us. But we must take, uh, put on the full armor of God. The Lord will help us and grant us great understanding. And he continued to that verse uh, 17. Because of time, so that we can go to the next chapter. I'm just trying to remind us that if we know all these things well, we'll be able to work well. Today we are going straight to chapter 4. And chapter 4 has eight verses. I tag this chapter 4 as rejoicing in God's protection and peace. We see this chapter 4, David still in distress. But in the midst of his distress, he was rejoicing in God's protection because his faith is in God. He knows that God was his shield. The second tag, I tag is always know that there is a grace in adversity. That is, there is always grace when you are going through misfortune. David tossed all this misfortune around himself, and there are some that actually happened. But always know, for adventure, you are in the midst of adversity, in the midst of distress, in the midst of misfortune, in the midst of trouble, in the midst of any difficulty, in the midst of hardship, in the midst of distress, disaster, in the midst of misadventure, suffering, in the midst of affliction, sorrow, misery, in the midst of when your heart breaks, when your heart aches, in the midst of tribulation, pain, trauma, torment, torture, shock, when you're upset, in the midst of setbacks, crisis, because there is always, uh, always know that there is grace when you are in the midst of all this. In the midst of uh, catastrophe, in the midst of tragedy, in the midst of calamity, in the midst of trial, burden, issues, hard times, trials and tribulation, there is always grace. God gives us the grace. If you allow me to use the informal word as the Bible, as the dictionary explains it, in the midst of hell on earth, hassle, in the midst of stress, there is always grace. And also in good times, there is always grace. As I've said, David also is the author of the psalm. And that takes us to the beginning of the psalm, verse 1. Psalm 4. Answer me when I call to you, O my God. Oh my righteous God. You know, God is righteous and he always answer us anytime we call to him. David, in the midst of distress, in the midst of pain, will focus on God because he knows he serves a righteous God. Say, give me relief from my distress. Give me relief. Be merciful to me and hear my prayers in the midst of distress. Do you pray? In the midst of problems, do you pray? In good times, do you pray? Say, be merciful to me and hear my prayer. God demands our prayers when we, when we are going through in life. Look at the question in that. He say, how long, oh man? He said, oh man, are really terrorizing him. 
Have you seen yourself in this position that you have been terrorized by men? He said, how long, O oh man, will you turn my glory into shame? How long will you love the, the, the illusions that is false impression and seek false gods? How long? Wait a minute and think of this. That's a lie. Verse 3 says, know that the Lord has set apart the godly for himself. The Lord will hear when I call to him. God has set apart the godly. Does that make sense to you? Looking at that Psalm 1, the blessed man that we have read about, he will always set apart the godly for himself. But the wicked, they shall be destroyed. In that verse 4, there is a solution. That, that, that David arrived at this solution. In your anger, do not sin. When you are on your bed, search your heart and be silent. Salah. When you are on your bed, do you get angry unnecessarily? Is that the time of rest that you are supposed to lie down and sleep in peace? That you are not making trouble in your heart? That is what will cause you not to sleep. That's the time that you are thinking of someone that hurts you. Someone that did something to you. And that person is sleeping, lying down and sleeping in peace. In your anger, is that the time that you not get angry with yourself on your bed? That you are thinking lots of how you are going to destroy people, how you are going, you know? He said, in your anger, do not see. David must have found himself in this position in, this, in the time of distress. You know, he said in that verse 1, he said, give me relief from my distress. Do you pray in, in such time? That you ask God to give you relief or you are now putting on more pressure, pain on yourself. Say, be merciful to me and hear my prayers. If you put pressure and pain on yourself, there is no way God can answer your prayer. You are now having anger against a fellow brother, against a fellow sister. There is no way that God can answer your prayer. He said, in your anger, maybe in your distress, you are more angry than ever before. He said, when you not get on your bed, thank God, that time is a time to go back to the Word again and read the Word. You'll be seeing it when we get to Psalm 5, if God permits, if not, another time. In your anger, do not sin when you are on your bed. Search your hearts and be silent. This is the best time. That time is not a time to be thinking about, my, they will know in the office tomorrow that I'm not just. They will know. Uh, in the church, they will know. Uh, they will... No, 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 no. That's not the time to get angry with yourself. It's the time to pause. It's the time to think. It's the time to pray. It's the time to release people that have offended you. Because you are going to sleep. It is only God that can allow you to rest, to, to, to dwell in safety. You will see it again as, as, as we go towards the end of this hour. Time to pause, bedtime, bedtime. Time to search your heart, not time to be angry and plot evil for the next day. Offer right sacrifices. Time to offer right sacrifices and trust in the Lord. Bedtime. It's not time to plot evil. How you are going to destroy the next person, the, plotting evil against people that are not offending you. How you'll be keeping malice with them? How you not greet them? Are you making plans for evil, doing evil? Verse 6, many are asking, who can show us any good? Have people let you down? 
Have people seen you in your position like Job? And cursing you and uh, saying a lot of things against you. Say, let the light of your face shine upon us, O Lord. I love that so much. The light of God's face. In the midst of distress or anything, we only need the light of God's face to shine upon you. Because God is our light. It's our salvation. Psalm 37, who shall we fear? In the midst of terrible situation, make God the light of your life. Then his light will shine upon your face. Anger will be taken away. Sin will be far away. A lot of bad, bad things happen around you will be far away. Marcel says, you have been, you have been, you have been filled, you have filled my heart with great joy. When you let the light of God shine upon your face, what happened to you? Your heart will be filled with great joy. That when their grain and new wine abound. You know, grain and new wine time is harvest time. Psalm 126, when the Lord brought back the captives from Zion, we are like men who dream. Hallelujah. The, when, the time of grain and wine is a time of abundance. It's harvest time. It's a time that smile comes into places. It's a time that the farmers are harvesting. This is the grace. You have, uh, you, you have filled my heart with greater joy than when their grain and new wine abound. The joy of God is more than the joy we derive from, her, from, from, from your harvest. When the joy of God fills your heart, not, there is no other joy that can surpass that. He said, I will lie down and sleep in peace because of the joy of God that has surpassed all understanding. Then you can lie down and sleep in peace. Because God alone make you dwell in safety. Have you been so frail, disgusted, tired, burdened? God wants you to enjoy sleep in the night. Doesn't want you to lie down there and be thinking and things running in your heart and everything. But God demands that you lie down and sleep in peace. But if you allow things to buy and sell in your spirit, soul, and body, thinking evil, there is no way you can lie down and sleep in peace. I want to keep. I want you to keep that scripture. It's a key scripture that we must keep all the time. I taught my children from small, from age two or age three, four, five. Let them recite this part of the psalm. It will help them a lot. Sometimes when I'm so tired, my eyes are weak. I just say, Lord, I'll lie down and sleep in peace. For you alone, O oh Lord, make me dwell in safety. It's a psalm that, that rings the bell in my home. So mark that psalm. 4 verse 8 is a psalm that will remain with us forever. As I said earlier on, this is also David's psalm. David was distressed because his reputation is being slandered. His reputation is being ruined in that verse too. So he was distressed. Many have been talking against him because of his sin or whatever he has done. He was so hurt from his friend. He was hurt from his friends that he was distressed. This hurt should have created hatred. But he did not allow that. That's why God called him 
the man after my heart. Very he can forgive easily. So with the hurts and everything from his friends, he was distressed, but he keeps focusing on God. But he was conscious of his relationship with God. And that you can see in that verse 3. In that verse 3, you can say, how long, oh man, will you turn my glory to shame? How long will you love delusions or false impressions and seek false gods? Wait and think about it, Salah. Psalm 4, verse 3, that I've just mentioned to, to us, he was conscious of his relationship with God, even in the time of distress. He said, know that the Lord has set apart the godly for himself. He was conscious, and he said, look, know that the Lord has set apart the godly. As long as we continue to live a godly life before God, God will hear us. He said, the Lord will hear when I call to him. He now see himself as, he looked at himself and looked at all those things. He would have repented of it. And he now said, look, I know that if I go before God now, he's going to answer me. Always know that I'll be conscious of your relationship with God, even in, time of, in times of distress. David was, and he was blessed by it. When we are faced with such opposition like David, what should we do? I wrote here, think of God as the solution and call on him, as David did in verse 3. Take note or notice David's advice in verse 4a. When you are in distress or something, let's look at this advice. David's led to call on the Lord because he knows that God will hear him. He sees himself as a godly person. He did not see himself as mourning over his sins and everything, no. He was focused because he knows he has a served a righteous God, and he is righteous as well. So take notes or notice David's advice in that verse 4a. In your anger, do not sin. Many of us sin in our anger, in time of distress. Someone hurts you. Then you are sinning, cursing blame and cursing curses. You will, will not let you sleep, thinking, you start of sins. You are not releasing them from, from, from your mind. And if they are thinking of what next I'm going to do to them, if you, if, if you have your way, you want to kill them or you want to do something else. He said, in your anger, do not sin. When you are in your bed, set your heart and be silent. Instead of pouring rage, pouring out rage, and uh, having problems on your bed that will not make you to sleep, thinking on how tomorrow if you greet me, I'm not going to say hello. And we are going to dig it together. No, that's not what we are talking about. David advised in your anger, because when you are in distress, when men uh, point accusing fingers against you, or when people hurt you, sometimes you might think people hurt you, but they do not. They do, don't even know they hurt you, but you are just uh, all over the place. And it's making your face to grow weary and tired. You cannot sleep because you have evil in your heart. They are planning evil. Let's stick to David's advice in that verse 4a. In your anger, do not see. When you are in your beds, set your heart and be silent. Keep quiet for a moment. Ephesians chapter 4, 26 to 27 also reveals this to us. Some of you might be knowing for the first time. Oh, so Sam is in the Sam. Because if you are not used to reading the Sam, you are used to reading the Old Testament. It's only the Old Testament that you write in your body in the Psalm. 
how David was able to anger distress in his time. In that Ephesians 4, 26 to 27, said in your anger, do not sin, do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. This must have been read as well, for them to be able to repeat it there. And do not give the devil a foothold. Giving the devil a foothold means not sleeping on your bed, keeping quiet and praying, sleeping in peace. But instead, you want to sleep in pieces. You want to sleep in grudge. You want to sleep with problems. Oh, you hurt me. Ah, it's sinful. Ah, you don't know how painful it is. I'm going to react. I'm going to act. And then you are fighting yourself there. The other person that you are talking about is sleeping in peace. Allowing God to take care of his life. But you here, raging and uh, pouring out chances and everything. May, we, may this instruction from Ephesians 4, 26 and uh, some, uh, 4 verse 4, may it guide us. So that we will not give a foothold to the devil. The psalmist or David's advice is the same, advice this in Psalm 4, verse 4a. That is the Ephesians 4.26. What was his advice? When we are angry, we must not sin. When someone hurts you, you must not sin by having grudge in your heart. When someone hurts you, finish it. Don't let the sun go down. Ephesians has let it better. Don't go and be pouring, you know, rage and doing all sorts of things. No. Do not let the sun go down. You have friends that you live together in the same house. Tell one another before you sleep. Husband and wife, tell one another before you sleep. Don't go sleeping without sorting out your problems. It makes the problem to spread around with the more. So when we are angry, we must not sin. When people offend us, we must not sin. We must get to them and correctly, wisely, or talk to someone to help you in this area so that everything will end well. The only way we can avoid falling into such sin is to regularly spend time to evaluate our actions and how we react to people around us. You must find time to, 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 to look at your action, your behavior sometimes. Your behavior might hurt other people. You might think you are doing the right thing. So settle down to look at it when they correct you. But if you see someone behave uh, unnecessary to you, call them to discuss it. Instead of talking about it, having grudge, having mood around you, and you know, all these things. David did not let it happen to him. That's why God called him the man after my heart. There is no pretense in David. So let's find time to regularly... Uh, Evaluate our actions. Especially how we react to people around us. Note that people will sometimes cause you to be angry. Sometimes people might think, you know, sometimes people think you are looking at them, oh, you didn't greet me, saw me, you didn't greet me, and then you, 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 you create attitude. But that person, one, well, he did not see you. Why not? Ah, you didn't greet me this morning, I hope all is well. No, 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 I didn't see you. Then you sort it out and all is well. Instead of creating attitude around yourself. So find time to evaluate yourself before you go taking actions and reacting, reacting bad to people. Know that people will sometimes cause you to be angry, but we must always 
comport ourselves and be in control all the time in order for us not to sin against God. You don't comport yourself. You are not in control all the time. You don't find time to sell out, to think about all these things before you go to bed. Then you carry so much weight that you ought, Hebrews chapter 12, that you ought to shed. May God grant us understanding in this. The psalmist David advice in this psalm, and this can be done in the quietness of our bedroom. When you are angry, you are burdened and everything, instead of carrying it on your head everywhere, at night before you go to bed, before you have your prayer time, Psalm 5 talks about it. Lay your case in the morning and at night come before the presence of God again. You know, lack of not knowing the word of God make us to react unnecessarily. But when you know what the word of God says, then you'll be able to put your ways right before him. And you'll be able to live among people. When you are confused in any area with someone, you go to them, I, I hope I've not done this, I hope uh, I'm okay, I hope. Then you can sort this out. No, 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 no. This is the way I react. This is the way I speak. This is the way I... So things will be done on time. But if not, you just keep on carrying grudges all around you. This can be done in the quietness of our bedroom, your bedroom. And how do we do that? By studying the word of God. Thank God for this church. You have a strong church that studies the word of God. When you study the word of God before you go to sleep, the word of God will direct you. There are some things that will direct you to do. But the word of God will pray every day. Like I said, we don't want to be like the Pharisees that comes to show off all the time. Uh, 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 praying or something, praying the word of God. But we are not acting it. So when you are the quietness of your be- in your bedroom, try and meditate on the word of God. By the studying of the word, and as, and as the word of God radiates our hearts, then we can offer right sacrifice and trust in the Lord, which is that verse 4 and 5. So as it, it demands that we offer right sacrifice. So we don't come before the presence of God and be doing wrong things. When the word of God radiates our heart, we are able to meet God at the quietness of our bedroom, as David did, then we can offer right sacrifices our heart will not be bitter, will not be bitter. We'll be doing things right and trust in the Lord. How often do we pray in the quietness of our bedroom or in our homes? This is a question and a challenge to every one of us. How often? Oh, we have prayed the 7 o'clock prayer. I don't need to pray, I'm tired. Is that you? Do you see yourself in this picture? How often I ask us that question? And I want you to answer that question within you. Or how often do we pray in our homes? I'm not telling you to raise up your hands or do something, but uh, you just answer that question. We do not want to be like the Pharisees, who always love to be heard in the public place, to show off and blab in the, in the synagogues. That's what the Pharisees does. To come and tell you and give to the poor. In the book of Matthew, read the book of Luke, you'll be able to see them there. By the time God is leading us, I'll be making reference to them, you will see it. Pharisees will come, I give to the poor, I give alms, I help the sick, I do this, I do that. They will come and that's how they pray. 
Pharisee is a type of prayer. So the Pharisees, they just want to show up. We don't want to be like that. How often do we pray in the quietness of our bedroom? Or in our homes? We do not want to be like the Pharisees who always love to be heard in the public places. They love to show off and blab in the synagogues. They also advised us, he said, when we are asked such questions, that who can show us any good according to that verse 6, say many are asking, when we are in a confused state, state of distress, that people are now going against us like Job, said when we are asked such questions, that who can show us any good according to that verse 6? Our reply should be, then the light of God's face will shine upon us. Then our heart will be filled with greater joy than when, uh, than when grain and new wine abound. I said to us, referencing harvest time. That's verse 6. Many are asking, who can show us any good? Let the light of your face shine upon us, O Lord. When the light of the face of God shine upon us, then we'll not be distressed. We'll not be thinking of what people are saying about us or anything. Then we can move on in God. Then our heart will be filled with greater joy than when we, we than our harvest time or when things are really good with us. When others are very unpleasant to us, look for solution uh, uh, looking for a solution uh, for their lives. We can then be like David so that we can enjoy peace, peaceful sleep, knowing fully well that God keeps watch over us. That is when we are going through times of distress. We must look for a solution like David did. He let his heart sleep in peace. doesn't carry problems to, 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 to his bed when he's going to sleep in the night. He doesn't carry problems in his heart all day long. This one wrong me. That one wrong me. I'm tired. I'm fed up. I cannot move on in life because of my husband, because of my wife. My wife's a pain. My friend's a pain. My boss's a pain. I'm tired. They don't like me anymore. Then you begin to have grudges. You begin to have anger. Then you are sinning. But remember David's words. Your anger do not sin. And do not sleep over them. But find time to sleep in peace in God. Knowing fully well that God watches over you. We must continue to trust God. Fixing our eyes and thoughts on Him. Because He's the only one that makes us dwell in safety. So can I speak to someone now that is, doesn't have, you don't have enough rest. Or you cannot sleep. You are in pain all the time. Fix your thought on God. And keep that psalm to yourself. Keep on reminding God. I will lie down and sleep in peace. For you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. He will not sleep nor slumber because of us. He has us in his path. And assured us through his word. When we read the book of Isaiah 49, 18 to 23. It talks about lifting up your eyes and looking around. All your sons gathered and come to you. As surely as I live, declare the Lord, you wear them as ornaments. 
And we are going through disappointment in life. Look around and thank God for all the things that he has done for you. Say, though you were ruined and made desolate, though you are distressed, and your land lays waste, things around you are not gathering as you ought to. Now you will be too small for your people, and those who devour you, devour, devour you will be far away. The children born during your bereavement will yet say in your hearing, this place is too small for us. Give us more space. That shall be testimony in your life as you allow the peace of God to rule your mother's body. Then you say in your heart, I was bereaved and barren. I was exiled and rejected. Who brought this up? I was left all alone, but this, where have they come from? This is what the sovereign Lord says. See, I will beckon to the Gentiles. I will lift up my banner to the peoples. Lift up your eyes and look around and you begin to see things coming to pass in your life. And I finally encourage us this night. Then you will know that I am the Lord. Those who hope in me will not be disappointed. And I say that to us that in conclusion, in the times of our distress, we must hope in God. He said they will bring your sons in their arms and carry your daughters in your shoulders. There is time of restoration for you, whatever you are going through. Kings will be your foster fathers and their queens, your nursing mothers. Time of restoration has come for us. They will bow down before you with their faces to the ground. They will lick the dust at your feet. Then you will know that I am the Lord. Those who hope in me will not be disappointed. In times of distress, in times of uh, problems, in times of your going through, in times of your pain, God demands that we all hope in him and we will not be disappointed. I rest my case here. When next we meet, we're going to look at chapter 5, right attitude in prayers. Be able to know how to pray more and the right attitude that we ought to uh, uh, show in prayers. May the Lord bless us and keep us and continue to increase in us in every way. I said to us, by the time we finish reading the book of Psalms, your prayer life, your praise life, your, your time of rejoicing, your time of celebration, your life will not remain the same. You'll be doing things more and more. How to identify God in every situation in your life, you'll be able to know more about that. By the time we finish the book of Psalms. And you will know how to stand on the word of God like never before. You know how to trust in God and having him as your rock like never before. I rest my case here tonight. When next we meet, we'll be looking at chapter 5. But have this in mind that those who hope in God will never be disappointed. So let's hope in God in the midst of any disappointment. Let's hope in him. And it shall be well with us. Amen. Amen. Pass on to Apostle. Well, I'm sure you have been blessed by the Lord. And I believe very much that uh, God emphatically was talking and striking the area of anger. And, you know, we're going to lift up our voices and pray. Psalm 51. Open your Bible, Psalm 51. We'll pray that Psalm from verse 10. 
Create in me a pure heart, O Lord, or a clean heart, O Lord, and renew your right spirit within me, or renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. Now I begin to pray to the Lord. Create in me a pure heart, O Lord. In the name Tell of the Lord, cleanse my heart. Create in me a clean heart. God is talking about Remove worries. Remove the right spirit within me, Lord Jesus. Remove every worry from my heart. Remove every worries from my heart. God is talking about forgiveness. Tell the Lord, grant me a forgiving heart. Father, in the name of Jesus. Create in us a pure heart. Lord, help me to be able to forgive. Of your, of and those who the spirit of forgiveness, tell the Lord. The spirit of forgiveness, tell the Lord. Forgive us, O God, our trespasses. Yes, yes, yes. And yes. help us to forgive oh, those who trespass against us. Father, grant us the heart of forgiveness that we forget. Create in us pure heart, pure heart, pure heart, pure heart. Renew your right spirit within us. A steadfast oh, spirit. A steadfast spirit. Do not cast us away from your presence, Lord. Do not take your Holy Spirit from us, O God. Restore to us the joy of salvation. Tell the Lord, restore to me the joy of your salvation. 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 Maybe there is somebody who is not able to sleep because of worries. Because you have been hurt by some other people. And you have not been able to sleep. Tell the Lord, tell the Lord, tell the Lord to, for, to, to strengthen your heart and heal your human mind. Tell the Lord to heal your human mind. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, give me a heart that will forget every bad thing that people have done against you, that you will forget it. A heart that can quickly forgive and forget. A penitent heart. A pure heart, a heart that does not keep wrong of others, a heart that does not keep evil. Tell the Lord, create in me a clean heart, O God. Pure heart, pure heart. Help me not to sin in my anger. Tell the Lord, take away anger away from me. Take anger away from me. Oh Lord, help me, Lord, that I will not give a foothold to the devil. Father, in the name of Jesus, whatever degree of anger you have, tell the Lord to take it out. Take it out of me, Lord. The spirit of anger, depart in the name of Jesus. Depart in the name of Jesus. Ephesians says in your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down. Tell the Lord, take anger away from me. Broiling anger, destroy from me, O God. And it says, do not give the devil a photo. So it means if anybody walks in anger, devil can take, he can, he can handle that person. He can destroy the person. He can afflict the person. He can rob the person. You will give a foothold to the devil. Lord, deliver my soul. Deliver my soul. Deliver my soul from the powers of hell. That your name be glorified. Thank you, sovereign Lord. In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying with us. Amen. I want us to pray for nations. The book of First Timothy chapter 2, verse 1 to verse 4. He says, I urge you then, first of all, that request prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving 
be made for everyone. The, the first person who led prayer, led prayer from the book of uh, Psalm 3. The last verse, 16. Psalm 3, that's verse 20, 20, verse 20 to 21. You know, sorry, um, I got that uh, right on my screen. Verse 8. For the Lord comes, from the Lord comes deliverance. May your blessing be on your people. Now, what he said is that when David was under, under the pressure of rebellion to destroy him, Absalom, on his way, running away from his life, he was still praying for people. He was praying for all God's people. So we're going to pray. He says, I urge you for the upper brethren that request prayers, intercession, and thanks you will be made for everyone. Now begin to pray and thank God for everyone that you have known. Thank God for your life. Thank God for your spouse. Thank God for your children. Thank God for your friends. Thank God for your parents. If you see out them, thank God for them. Thank God for your neighbors. Thank God for your nation. Thank God for your people. Lord, we thank God for everyone that you have created because you made us in your own image. Now begin to pray for them that the spirit of godliness will descend upon your family. The spirit of godliness will descend upon your home, upon your children. The spirit of godliness will descend upon these neighbors, upon the city, that the fear of God will come upon mankind. It says that the glory of the Lord shall cover the, 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 the earth as waters cover the sea. Tell the Lord, Father, we pray, we pray, we pray. Let's stretch your hand of mercy. Tell God to stretch his heart of mercy and let hearts of man be changed from evil. That Lord will change the heart of man from evil. We pray, O oh God, that the gospel of Jesus will be revealed to mankind in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, Lord, we pray thee. 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 Let the spirit of holiness spread over the nations. Let sin be destroyed. Father, let hunger come to the heart of the people. Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus for the spirit of godliness, for mercy of God, for revival in the spirit of our nation, for revival from house to house, that every house will know Jesus. Our God and King, we pray thee. Father, we pray thee. Tell the Lord to visit your nation. Tell the Lord Jesus to visit your cities. Tell the Lord Jesus to visit your, your neighborhood. Let revival spring up. Let revival spring up. Have mercy on us, O God. Send your revival, Lord. Send your revival, Lord. Send your revival, Lord. This is the month of signs and wonders. Mm-hmm. Tell the Lord, send your revival. Send your revival, Lord. Father, send your revival. Mm-hmm. Let the heart of those who have been broken rejoice. Our God and King, take away all this evil from our streets. In the name of Jesus, you created us in your own image. Tell the Lord, send your revival. Send your revival. Send your revival. Send your revival. Oh, Lord our God, send your revival. Lord, send your revival. Let's pray for revival in the church of the living God. Revive our heart. Revive our soul. Transform our mind. Transform our mind. Take away iniquity from our heart. Help us to produce fruit of righteousness. Father, in the name of Jesus, help us to produce fruit in meeting with repentance. In the name of Jesus, let us tell the Lord, change our, our, our nature, our, our character, the way we see things, the way we behave, so that we will produce uh, fruits 
in line with salvation, that the people will see us and they will know that something has changed in us. In the name of Jesus, revive our soul, Lord. Revive our heart, Lord. Revive our soul, Lord. Send your revival. Tell the Lord, send your fire into my body, into my mind, into my heart. Everything the enemy has placed in me or put into me, Lord, destroy it. Let the tongues of Satan be destroyed. Let the yoke of the devil be broken over us in the name of Jesus. Let body be lifted in the name of Jesus. Let us pray for people who have been sleepless and begin to decree. They will lie down and sleep in peace. For you alone, oh God, make them their safety. Father, give sleep to your beloved. Lord, give sleep to your beloved. Every anxiety that stopped, that, that caused man to be sleepless will rebuke in the name of Jesus Christ. We rebuke in the name of Jesus Christ. We rebuke anybody who's been tormented by evil spirit and they could not sleep. Today we rebuke the devil. In the name of Jesus, Satan, the blood of Jesus against you. We rebuke the devil in the name of Jesus. We rebuke the devil in the name of Jesus. We rebuke the devil in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray, oh God, for deliverance. Let us ask God to stretch out his hands and deliver his people. Lord, deliver your people, oh God. Lord, deliver your people, oh God. Lord, deliver your people, oh God. Lord, Deliver your people, O oh God. Father, we pray for salvation of people. We pray for your mercy over people. We pray for the deliverance of the people. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray for deliverance. We pray for deliverance. We pray for deliverance. We pray for deliverance. We come against the powers of the devil. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Begin to pray against the weapons of Satan that he has released over people, over nations. Holy Spirit destroyed. Let God arise over nations. Let his enemies be shattered. Let God arise over people. Let his enemies be destroyed. In the name of Jesus, let the righteous be glad. Father, remember your mercy, O God. Remember your mercy, O God. Tell the Lord to defend your house. The book of Zechariah chapter 9 verse 8. But I will defend my house against marauding forces. Pray for the house of the Lord, the house of the Lord, the church of the living God. Every spirit that has been sent to attack ministers, Father, defend your house, defend your house from marauding forces. Every spirit that has been sent to destroy families, defend your house from marauding forces. Pray for families that the devil is attacking. Pray for ministers that the devil is attacking their marriages. Pray for Christians the devil is attacking their marriages. Father, arise in your anger. Arise in your power. Arise in your power. Lord, you said, I will overrun your precious. I will overrun your precious. I will overrun your precious. In the name of Jesus. Father, I have your precious spirit. Destroy their power. Destroy their domination over your people. You said I will destroy their witchcraft and they will no longer cast spells. Father, destroy every sorcery over your people. Destroy every fact of witchcraft over your people. Micah chapter 5 verse 12. I will destroy your witchcraft and you will no longer cast spells. Father, we destroy the power of spell over every church. We destroy the power of spell over members of churches. We destroy the power of spell over our lives, over our family, in the name of Jesus, over our children. Spell is a manipulation of witchcraft sent by the priests of hell that make people do unjust things and they will believe it's the right thing to do. It will make them walk in sin, and they will believe they are walking in godliness. Father, destroy the witchcraft of the devil. Destroy the power of witchcraft over the church. Destroy the power of witchcraft over the church. Destroy the power of witchcraft over families. In the name of Jesus, 
Whatever manifestation of witchcraft in every family, Holy Ghost fire, Holy Ghost fire, Holy Ghost fire, Holy Ghost fire, Holy Ghost fire. They will never go to Casper. Every instrument of Satan against family begin to come against them. Command that the power of God will destroy them. The power of God will destroy them. Every weapon of Satan against each one of us. Holy Ghost fire destroy them. Holy Ghost fire destroy them. The Bible says there is no misfortune in Jacob. No mystery of Zav in Israel. The Lord their God is with them. The shout of a king is among them. Numbers 23, 21. Tell the Lord in the name of Jesus. Every form of misfortune will override them. By the blood of Jesus we destroy them. By the blood of Jesus. Divination be destroyed. Divination against the church be destroyed. God did not permit Balaam to curse the church. The divination of Balaam the Lord destroyed. So Lord will destroy every divination by the blood of Jesus. Every divination against us. Every divination against your churches on earth will destroy the name of Jesus. The last delusion of the devil will destroy it. Lord, expose him. Expose the devil in the name of Jesus Christ. Destroy the power of sorcery. Destroy the divination against the church in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. By the blood of new covenant. By the blood of covenant. Lord, we free our prisoners. Begin to decree. Everyone that is bound be set free. Everyone that is bound be set free. Zechariah 19.11 As for you, because of the blood of my covenant with you, I will free your prisoners. We will free all our prisoners in the name of Jesus. We break the yoke of Satan over our children, over our family, over our friends, over our members, over our family, over, over our, uh, our extended relations in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we destroy. We destroy. By the blood of Jesus Christ, we destroy every covenant and we release every prisoner. We destroy every covenant. We release every prisoner in the name of Jesus. We destroy the powers of the devil. The decision of hell. We come against in the name of Jesus. We come against in the name of Jesus. We declare the captives free. We declare the captives free. We declare, begin to command. Every captive be set free. Every captive be set free. Every captive be set free. Plunders will retreat from the warrior. Plunders will retreat from the warrior. Isaiah 49, verse 24 to 25. Can plunder be retreat from warrior, says the Lord, or captive rescue from the fears? But thus hear the Lord. Yes, we, captives will be taken from warrior. Every captive be set free. All our captives in the churches will command them to be set free. We command their heart to be set free. We command their life to be set free. In the name of Jesus, plunder be retrieved. Plunder be retrieved. Plunder be retrieved. Plunder be retrieved. He says that we contend with those who contend with you. Tell the Lord to fight with those who fight against you. Tell the Lord to rise up against those who rise against you. He said, Your children I will save. Father, save our children, O God. Contend with those who contend with us. Save our children, O God. Arise, our God. Those who fight against us, fight against them, our God. Those who contend with us, contend against us, O God. Every man, every spirit that Satan has sent to contend with us, to hinder us, Father, oppose them. Lord, oppose them. Lord, oppose them. Lord, oppose them. The God who opposed Balaam in the name of Jesus, oppose those who oppose us. Father, tear their bonds asunder in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Save our children, O God. Save our children, O God. You said, I will oppose those who oppose you. I will contend with those who contend with you. Those who contend with us, O God. Father, contend with them. In this month of signs and wonders, contend with them. Contend with them. Contend with them. Contend with them in the name of Jesus. And free our prisoners. O sovereign Lord, save our children. Lord, save our children. Lord, save our children. From every marauding forces sent by the devil to the earth. Save our children. 
Protect the heart and mind of our offspring in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, in your anger, deliver the children of your righteous all across the globe. Deliver their children of God from the cross of Satan, from the attack of hell. Arise, mighty warrior. Fight the battle for your church. 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 Lord, we pray thee. Lord, we pray thee. Lord, we pray thee. Lord, we pray thee. Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. Amen. I want us to use that scripture also to pray for those who have been adopted. There are some people who have been adopted. They are fathers of some people. They are wives of other people. They are children of some people. Some people just go and adopt people in other nations. In broad daylight, they will come with guns. They will just raid people. And that's how you go. The people girls up to today, we have not heard about them. We have not heard about it. There's a lot of loudness about it, but nothing happened. But there's a God in heaven who can say to the, to the wind, go, and he will bring the people out. Now we're going to lift up our voice and pray. Isaiah chapter 49, verse 24 to 25. Can plunder be taken from warriors or captive rescue from the fears? But this is what the Lord says. Yes, captives will be taken from the fears and plunder retreat from the fears. Captives will be taken from the warrior. And plunder retreat from the fears. I will contend with those who contend with you. Let's pray for them. Especially Nigeria, we know that a lot of that is happening. Nigeria is a country that is happening most across the, uh, than any nation across the globe. That people will just be uh, enjoying themselves before you know it. Some people have been taken, or some people are driving to their normal place, and another car blocked them. All of them are abducted. Father, arise in your power. Arise in your holy anger. Mm-hmm. This is the month of signs and wonders. Mm-hmm. Send your window, God. Send your window, God, mm-hmm. to every house where they have adopted people. Send your window, God. Send your window, God. Break the prison door open. Those who have been put in prison, Lord, let thunder strike and break the prison door open. Lord, free them. Free the captain, Lord. Free the captain, Lord. Free the captive, Lord. Lord, we pray thee. Lord, we pray thee. They are children of some people. They are fathers of some people. They are wives of some people. Father, arise in your mercy. Arise in your compassion. Free them, O God. We pray for the country of Nigeria. Lord, send your wind. Send your wind. Send your wind into Nigeria, Lord. Send your wild wind into Nigeria, Lord. Send your wild wind into Nigeria, Lord. Contend with those who contend with us. Contend with those who contend with us. Those who rest, those who, those who, who are warriors who hold people captive, Father, bind them. Lord, paralyze their body. Paralyze their body. That their captives will be set free. Send your window, God. Paralyze their body. Destroy all their weapons. Let them wake up the next day and find their weapons become ashes. In the name of Jesus. And their reliance is gone. In the name of Jesus. You who, to, who sent an angel to touch Herod and he became maggot on the spot. Father, in the name of Jesus, arise, O God. Send your wind. Send your wind. Send your wind into the nation. Free the captives, free the captives. We don't want to begin to hear that those who have been adopted are set free. We want to begin to hear that those who have been adopted are set free. We pray for Syria in the name of Jesus Christ. Every nation where people have been adopted, Father, Lord, send your wind. Send help, O God, from heaven. Send help, O God, from heaven. Send help, O God, from heaven. Free the prisoners in China. Free the prisoners in America. Father, in the name of Jesus, contend with those who contend with us, especially your children. Anywhere they are held captive, Father, Lord, appear there. Lord, appear there. Lord, appear there. Almighty warrior, appear there and set them free. Set them free, Lord. Set them free, Lord, that we may rejoice in your holy name. We thank you, our God and King. Blessed be your holy name. 
In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying. Mm-hmm. I think the last people we should pray for today are those who are sick in their body. If anybody is having sickness, we're going to pray for them. The Bible tells us that should be none in Zion that we see. No one living in Zion will say, I am ill. Isaiah 33, verse 24. For the Lord will forgive the sins of those who dwell therein. We're going to pray, Father, everyone sick among us will send the blood of Jesus to their body. Be healed, be healed, be healed, be healed. Lift up your voice and pray for healing, 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 healing. It has been provided in the blood of the Lamb. Everyone that is sick will command you to be healed from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. Be healed in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We cause sickness, we cause sickness to die. We cause sickness to die in all ourselves, in our bones, in our bodies. Sickness die, sickness die, sickness die. By the blood of Jesus, we are made whole. By the blood of Jesus, you are made whole. Everyone that is in famine, in the, by the blood of Jesus, you are made whole. Everyone that is diseased, in the blood, with the blood of Jesus, you are made whole. Lord, we send the healing power in the blood of Jesus to their body, to the organs, to liver, kidney, liver kidney and lungs and heart be healed in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Every form of pain in the head be gone. In the name of Jesus, pain in the shoulder be gone. Pain in the elbow be gone. We cause you to die. Pain in the ankle be gone. Every swollen part of the body shrink back to your normal size. Every excess water be dried up in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let there be healing in the kidney in the name of Jesus. In the ovary, in the womb of women. Every swollen, every cyst vanish in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Wherever you may be in the body, you are a stranger. Jesus said the strangers shall be weary. We weary you in the name of Jesus. They will run out of their hibernation. Every demon that abode the human body out in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Out in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We command healing, 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 healing. Mendelebosa! Those who are sick in their mind, be healed in the name of Jesus. We command memory to be restored. We command mind to be restored in the name of Jesus. Every spirit of hell that make infirmity will bind you and cast you out in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Receive peace. Receive peace. It was for freedom that Christ has set us free. Let there be peace in the joints of your bodies. I command pains in the joints of your body to die in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Every form of pain in the anus. I command you to die in the name of Jesus. Sickness in the rectum, be healed in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord, sickness in the eyes, in the retina, be healed in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Sinuses dry up completely in the name of Jesus. Every infirmity, the Lord rebuke you. Every infirmity, the Lord rebuke you. Every infirmity, the Lord rebuke you. Thank you, Lord, because it is done. As you have asked this in Jesus' anointed name. Amen and amen. Now let me pray with you. You are about to go to the end of this day. And this is the middle of this week. We have a few days more for the month of signs and wonders to be over. I say your tomorrow shall be greater than today. Your today may be a starter, but tomorrow will be completion. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, what God has begun in your life will be brought to completion. Satan will fail over you. The powers of hell shall not prevail against you. 
Whatever the devil has said before you for the rest of this week, we decree the fire of God to go before you and destroy them completely. The Lord fill you with the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of insight, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of discernment. It is written in the book of Isaiah 30 verse 21. It says, whether you turn to, you will hear the voice behind you say, this is the way. Go away, follow it. The Lord will grant you direction. The Lord will show you the way out of every situation. People who are supposed to help you, who the devil has touched their heart to, to withdraw. I buy, destroy the powers and control of Lucifer. I speak mercy of God into their heart. They will rise up tomorrow. They will take your fire. They will give you what you what is due to you. The promises that have been made to you will be executed. Every spirit that hindered men from blessing God's people, I hinder them by the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I decree their power, nullify and neutralize. In the mighty name of Jesus, I speak that as you go into tomorrow, favor shall come for you. The Lord will grant you favor. From tonight, you'll get favor. The favor you work in tomorrow. Those of you who have been looking for job, I call your job to manifestation. Amen. Between now and Friday, it shall come to pass. Between now and Friday, it shall come to pass. As some already has happened between Monday and today, so your own will follow. This is your month of science and wonder. The very job that you design your heart, get it, receive it, receive it, receive the letter, receive the letter, receive the letter. Interview that you have gone that they have, they've turned you down. I command them to call you back in the name of Jesus. The one that you have gone that you are waiting for, I decree that they will bypass all procedure and employ you. In the name of Jesus, the one that you are about to go, I speak that the Holy Ghost is speaking to your mouth and you will be taken. You will be the most preferred. He will give you, he will direct your heart to the answer in the name of Jesus. What you need to know, I pray for all our students that are having examinations. Holy Spirit will help you. They will, it will breathe into your brain. It will remind you everything you need to say that you come out in distinction in all your studies. May your examination in the name of Jesus, those who are into researches, receive brain receive knowledge, insight that the Holy Spirit of God will teach you all things and this very time I pray for businesses I say your business shall flourish I speak to your business to begin to flourish to flourish, to flourish, to flourish the wisdom of heaven to do business receive it, the knowledge of God to do business receive it, he is the Lord that God that gives you the power to make wealth as you receive that power now begin to produce wealth, in the name of Jesus begin to produce wealth, receive a heart from God that is commensurate to the wealth that he will give to you. I command doors to open for you. I command mercy to come for you. I command the glory of heaven to rest upon you. I command in the name of Jesus Christ. This is your time of visitation. You will receive from the Lord double for your years of labor. Those of you who have been said that you are barren, I say you are fruitful. In this season, be fruitful. In this season, I call children from heaven to enter into the womb of our women who are looking for the fruit of the womb. Be fruitful, it is written. None shall be barren in your land and none shall cast their young. You will not be barren. You will not cast your young. Thank you, Father, because it is done. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying with you. Amen and amen. Yes, can I just say that um, I want us to be very much prayerful more in these last few days of June than we have been. Intensify your prayer. Your miracle is at the door. 
Jesus said, it, uh, the Bible says in the book of Luke 18, that Jesus told them this tribal to teach them that men ought to pray and not faint or give up. So we must be praying and we must never give up because what God promised you, he will do to you. Our God is faithful. Let me pray over your giving. These are 447 nights that we have been praying together on this platform. Can I say this before I pray with you? I want you to spread this news. This, the, the Zoom of this program and the YouTube, send them to as many people as you can. Send them to as many people as you can. Because, you know, God is reaching so many people through this meeting. Testimonies are coming in seriously. And if you have a testimony, send them to us, please, on the um, telephone or the admin. It's better to write it on the admin uh, uh, at email. But if you don't know how to use email, you can still send it through your telephone so that we can share them together on the last Friday of the month. You know, which um, I presume very well that the last Friday of the month is next week, Friday. Yes, I'm correct. Next week, Friday, June is over. Next week, Friday, June is over. That's the last Friday of the month. God will answer you before that time. Your testimony will be added with the testimonies of the saints. Now let's pray for those who have their birthdays. Father, I lift up everyone who are born today. is the 16th of June, 2021. Lord, may your blessing come upon them all. May the glory of your presence rest upon them. Father, may you remember them for good, even as you have covenanted. I will pray, O God, that you will open the book of grace of heaven and you will look at the destiny you have given to them. You will take them from where they are to where they ought to be. You will empower them you will increase them with long life. You will satisfy them and you will give, show them your salvation. Mm-hmm. Our God and King, we pray thee that as they grow older today, they will grow deeper in the knowledge of God and the word of God will, will, will be fulfilled in their lives. You will grant them long life. They will flourish like the, like the cedar of Lebanon. They will grow like the palm tree and bear fruit to their old age. They will never dry up. Your knowledge will increase in them. Your purpose for them shall be fulfilled. Father, we pray thee in the name of Jesus for these people, that your covenant with the righteous shall be fulfilled with them. From the greatest to the least, to the, from the least to the greatest of them, they shall walk in your life, walk in your power, walk in your strength. And Lord, may you strengthen the, the home and their, the children that they have given birth to, strengthen their families, strengthen their parents, those who are young ones, and open floodgates of mercy unto every one of them. Thank you, Lord. Empower them to fulfill destiny. Even today, we ask you, the spirit of knowledge, wisdom, and counsel rest upon them all. In Jesus' anointed name, we are prayed. Amen and amen. Before I pray for the, those who will do the, uh, who are the, those who are the wedding, uh, I, I was texted that today is uh, Joanna's uh, birthday, uh, is the, is the, Dick, uh, the, the daughter of Dickin uh, Jerome, uh, Sister Becky. Father, we thank you for Joanna. We bless your name for her life as she grows in stature, 
Let us grow in the knowledge of God. Amen. And we pray for everyone who have their who have their wedding anniversary today. Mm-hmm. Father, may you bless them with the spirit of knowledge and wisdom and understanding. Mm-hmm. May you bless the works of their hands mm-hmm. and provide for them as a family. Anything they lack for the family of marriage, heaven endow upon them. Mm-hmm. And also grant them knowledge and wisdom to build a godly home mm-hmm. that your name be exalted. Peace be unto everyone in Jesus' anointed name. I use this opportunity to pray for people that have been famished in their marriages, people that tormentors are in their marriages, that the devil has sent an evil spirit to torment. I rebuke the evil spirit. Lord, I pray intervention, divine intervention from heaven in the name of Jesus Christ, that your name be exalted. I bless the offspring of every marriage in Jesus' holy and anointed name we pray. Amen, amen and amen. Stretch your hands before the Lord and let me speak the blessings of God over you. May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. Amen. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. Amen. May he send you help from the sanctuary amen. and grant you support from Zion. Amen. May the Lord remember all your sacrifices amen. and accept your bond offerings. Amen. May the Lord give you the desires of your heart. Mm. And may the Lord give you resources to make your plans succeed. Mm. Your testimony for this week will not be carried over to next week. Amen. Angels will attend to your cause mm. and they will fulfill all the plans of your heart. Amen. The Lord will grant you success in everything you lay your hands upon. Amen. We will shout for joy when we are victorious and we lift up the banner in the name of our God. May the God of Abraham the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. May he grant all the desires and the requests of your heart. And may the God of better reveal himself to you even this day forward in Jesus' holy and anointed name. Amen and amen and amen.